All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 11 of the Role Model Podcast. I'm here with the one and only DJ King. And Mr. Daniel himself. Oh, yeah. And the topic today is how to stay humble during seasons of success. Now, if you're not familiar, what we're doing here at the uh, at Role Model with the Role Model Podcast is really just highlighting some areas in our lives where, where we've been impacted by Role Models, lessons we're learning at the moment that we have learned, and really just inviting you guys in on the journey as, as we become better Role Models. Um, because I, you know, we both truly believe everyone has, has someone looking up to you in some aspect, and so... You know, if part of the, your goal and vision is to become a better influence, better role model, then, hey, that's why we're here and we want to be a part of that. Amen to that. So, so I want to, I want to kick things off, Kingsley, by, um, by asking you, how do you, you know, how do, what does humility mean to you? Well, I think humility to me is being able to take criticism or even just any type of feedback, realistically, whether good or bad, and plowing through like taking that taking that feedback and legitimately applying it so not getting i guess we're all worked up if somebody doesn't agree with you or uh points out areas and where your um your flaws are showing or essentially also to not boasting about your wins and whatnot that's to me is like being yeah being humble Mm. what about you that's good i think one one way I would look at it as, as having a servant heart, putting others. Okay. Yes. Putting others first, but that, that's also you know that that could be a fine line, right? Because you also want to put yourself first. Like if you're not whole, it's hard to. Yes, to make somebody know, else whole. Back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, you know, some things that come to mind when I think of humility. I mean, I, you know, I think of Jesus for me, like someone as as quote-unquote successful and and you know effective and, and impactful in what he did still you know he served people he didn't yes. he didn't he didn't have a big ego um he, he didn't do things purely from a from a pride or selfish position it was it was how oh, can yeah. i serve yeah so, so i think i think that's humility as well as is asking the question too like how can i serve and, and being in sales for myself like that's that's one sort of adjustment i had to make was instead of going into a, a client or a deal asking you know, how much money can you make off of this? And, and, you know, how much can I sell? Yeah. Like, I mean, being in business, you, you want to know your numbers. You got to have goals. And oh, stuff, yes. right? Yeah. But the question I've also been asking myself really has been, how can I serve this individual? Because maybe they're not going to, they're not going to sign up and, and, and get a program or buy uh, an insurance, you know, package or, or investment package, um, right away. But if my focus is how can I serve them, maybe I'll just educate them. Maybe I'll help give them some resources so that way in a year and six months, they'll come back and say, hey, thanks so much for doing that. Now I'm ready to, to move forward with you guys. So now do you feel like that mindset has shifted how you, like, I mean, it shifted how you do business, mm-hmm. but have you seen results from shifting that, that shift in the mindset? Oh, totally. I mean, from, from a personal perspective, I felt way less pressure when it came to sales and what I do, like you had to execute on this particular. Yeah. Well, and also too, like it, it, I didn't feel pushy. I didn't feel like, okay. cause, it, cause it can be like that. Sometimes you think sales common stigma is that pushy salesperson, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, as a salesperson myself, how do I avoid being pushy? How do I avoid feeling like I am pushy for the, for the client is how can I serve them? Cause my focus is how can I make their life better as opposed to how can I get them to give me money? Okay. Because yes. the end result okay. could be the same as they yeah. sign the sign on the dotted line. That could be the yes. same end result. But how you get there is what will impact whether you're like 
pushy or genuine and authentic. So now like on, on the boat spectrum, cause like you're, you're saying like there's two different things, right? Yeah. Like before you were one thing. Now when you were that, do you feel like that also spills into different areas of your life? Or now that you're oh, not yeah. pushy, that also f- spills into different areas of your life. Where oh, you're, it's, okay. Yeah, it's it's. I believe it's it's fully transferable, right? Because whether it's serving in your community, in your church, whatever okay. that is, it's still social media. Whether you're an influencer, you're doing you're doing um, digital marketing. It's. I mean, how can I how can I serve people when I when I meet new people? Yes. One of the question, and and if you're listening, you'll notice I ask this question would be, hey, like, what can I do to help you? Yes. You know, yes. How can I help you? What What do you need help? You know, or what do you need prayer for? What do you need help with? What What How What can I walk with you? Um, you know, for or, or on or with, like I, I and I and I I mean that. And I you know, if people say, hey, you know, I, I'd I'd appreciate a hand in with this. Cool. Then I'll help follow up with that. Like if I'm able to do it, then yeah. I'll I'll do it. Um. So I you know just daily even just daily interactions. When I, when I'm feeling I'm really getting along with this individual and. You know, it's come to the end of that coffee meeting or that interaction. It's like, hey, well, you know, how how can I help you? Because what's going to happen typically too is they'll say, well, um, like, well, what do you do again? Like, you know, can can you explain to me what what you do? Then they ask me what I do. I share, and then like, well, you know what? I'm actually looking for an investment guy. Or I'm looking mm. for an insurance dude, or I'm looking for a place like to host a podcast, or you know, I'd like some maybe maybe a quick phone call on how do you how do you launch an event or how do you so simply by asking them how can I help them that actually automatically gives me the opportunity to share what I do, which sometimes results in a sale or a close or whatever that is without me trying to be pushy yes. and sell them something because I genuinely want to help serve them. I, I truly believe that. I mean, there are, I've, I've employed that same tactic, but not mm-hmm. in like, again, like I'm not in sales. So like, I yeah. don't have to, I don't have an end goal, but it is, I guess in the same thing as like when you first meet somebody you're trying to get either the trust or the friendship, mm-hmm. right? Like if you're like, depending who, who it is, like obviously like some people have an end goal of, but even being friends with somebody that's, that's easily breaking the ice is, yeah. is allowing them to either be vulnerable or express themselves in a way where it's like, okay. Cause most people don't even ask for help. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's like so you're true. not posing it as in like, Oh, like, I know you you're struggling in here or that, mm-hmm. but it's just generally like okay, I'm inquiring. Yeah, then that allows them also to share whatever it is that they're doing mm-hmm. or whatever it is that they're going through, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that does give an opportunity for you to either speak life into them or give them 100%. a hand, right? So yeah. Yeah. that those are that's an excellent way of like looking at it. Now, like I guess in the same um, breath, like how do you how does somebody like a young entrepreneur who's gotten a couple wins? in whatever industry that they're in not get lost in the weeds of like, okay, now I'm, I'm like the big dog or now I'm the, I'm the guy and stay humble still through that whole process. That's, that's a good question. Um, there, there's a, there's a few components to that, that I'm, I've gone through myself. I'm learning myself at the moment. One of them is keep the, the big vision in front of you because that goal is part of the step to the vision, but it's not the destination. I see what you're saying. Yes. Right. So example, we, got this room for the podcast. Yes. Right. It was yeah. part of my vision, but this is not the destination because 100%. you know, your, your, and Dr. Miles Monroe says this, right. Your, your greatest enemy of success. One of them is your previous success yeah. because that's when most people get complacent. Look at a Tom Brady, bro. The guy's literally like from an athlete's perspective, 
you look at his numbers, like his his 40-yard dash, what he does in the combine, he's been getting better every year, and he's getting older. That doesn't just happen. The guy's scary. He has every reason. He's the best that's quarterback true. that's ever existed. He has every reason to, to chill. Yes, The guy freaking comes out of retirement. Well, I mean, I think that's the part of there are people that do it, that have that competitive energy that have to – they have a certain goal that they want to see through. Oh, 100%. Right? The guy, the, the, and that's the thing, is the guy has a vision greater than winning a Super Bowl. So winning yes. a Super Bowl is, it's not that it's not enough, but it's not worth settling for, right? So that's part of how you how you stay humble is you don't, you know, example will be the Project X event that, that we had this past week was, it, it was amazing. Super upscale, like you had 40 high-level entrepreneurs across Calgary you know, come in, network, yeah. interact, good food, amazing speakers. Um, I mean, tens of millions and hundreds of millions of dollars of net worth combined in the room. Like, yes. people just doing really awesome things and, and a lot of good impact in the city. And so I could have looked at that and be like, this is it. I've made it. You know, I've, 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 okay, you know, that's fair. I, dude, and you know what? Sure. Like I've, I've had people, you know, I'm 23 to hold, to pull off an event like this as my first official event, you know, as, and as role models first event. And I'm like, you know, as a 23 year old to do something like that, like you don't just do that. And, and I appreciate those compliments, Yeah, but it, it doesn't, it's not, it's never really got me to the place where I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. Maybe I could take it easy now. Cause I've done what no other 23 year old has done in, in the city to an extent. So, but okay. the thing is I didn't do it for those comments. Those comments are awesome by yeah, 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 yeah. This is just part of the vision of having multiple events, of having a whole network, of being able to bring people across Canada, across North America together, internationally, come in one room and, and mastermind and collect and, and collab and strategize. That's, that's the bigger vision. This is a step along the way. So as successful as Project X was, as that event was, I, I enjoyed it. But it, it didn't slow me down. It, I wasn't like, you know what? Now I can chill and take things easy. Okay. If anything, it was more of I got to keep going. And so, so to answer the question, yeah, that that takes a level of humility because it's saying, you know what? This was good, but let's keep moving. Because if there's a lot of pride, you'll stay at that win, and you'll just, you know, it's it's like when you talk to people and like, yeah, like back in high school, fifty five years ago, I got a sick tackle. You know, and they keep, and every time you talk to them, it's about that. And it's like, bro, it's been 55 years. Like, you know, we can shake that off. Or it's been two years since you did that. Like, cool, that's a good win that you had. But like, what else are you doing now? Okay. But like, isn't that, like, I, I see what you're saying. Like, I, I think I'm, most people, like, if that's the greatest win, they're always going to reflect on it. Sure. Like, right? I, and, and, you know, by all means, do so. But if that's your greatest win and you've not gotten better since yeah. then, like, one thing Uncle Andrew told me, was don't ever go to another event if your bank account has not changed. That's I think I was, I was 15 or 16 when he said that. And that's I've I've held to that, is unless I have more money in my bank account than the last time I went to an event, I'm not going to go. Because cause, cause his perspective, what do you, you know, his point is, you know, obviously I haven't done anything with it. Yeah, with the information so you So what's going to change? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I see exactly what he's saying. I like the, um, like the perspective shift is definitely there. Like for people to, because for me, like I know that mm -hmm. I'm, like I like how I approach everything, every situation is how do I serve mm -hmm. and what can I learn from this? Because yeah. every situation, I believe, is an opportunity. 
that happens for you, mm-hmm. not against you. Yeah. Like even situations where you like you don't agree with the outcome or whatever the case is, sure. there's still something that you could take from it. And being humble enough to know that you're not like how you're saying you're not where you are, and maybe a win is just a small bump in the road that the the end goal is way bigger and not. I guess waving the flag mm-hmm. and going around being like, "Hey, this is this is what it is." Mm-hmm. We've been doing things without the recognition needed. Yeah, for it. yeah, that's so good. So, can you expand on that? Like, typically, or how do you even put it? Like, there are people that, like, let's say you um, you serve at like let's say a homeless shelter, for example, mm-hmm. but you you're doing it so that other people would give you thanks and praise you, like you know what I mean? See, mm-hmm. like, oh, look at the good work you're doing and all these things. And then there are other people that literally will do the same exact act, but doesn't matter if, you know, one person knows about yeah. it or if, like, nobody knows about it. So true. Right? And, like, yeah. that's, like, not like not showboating in the fact of, like, I'm doing something to get praises from other people, mm-hmm. but being humble enough to be like, hey, you know what? Like, that could be me or that could be whoever in whatever situation it is and realizing that in this moment, you have a decision to make, whether it's to help out or to basically, I guess, put yourself first, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. No, it's so true. And I think part of that, too, comes along with being with the right circles. And by, oh, yes. By right, I mean, you know, circles that align with your values and your vision because that also keeps you humble, right? Yes. If, if you're, you know, I mean, I look at even the room. I'm like, there's people that are, you know, my age, younger a little bit older too that are just killing it in their business like absolutely crushing it and guess what that keeps me humble because i'm not going to get to a place of like oh i'm holier than thou or i know more than so and so like maybe i do it in my own practice sure but business in general life in general i mean i can learn from these people that are further along the journey than i am like having mentors keeps you humble right having accountability keeps you humble because you're sort of forced to yes you know and and you look at like yeah so yeah, I, I think that's another way to and to to really draw to your point that you said about uh, you said earlier about you know what can I learn from this? Yeah, when you're with those people, you're able to ask yourself the question of okay, how can I learn from them? Like, what can I what yes. can I take away? Even if and it takes humility to ask that question, even if you don't like the other individual, right? You may not like you, let's okay, say yeah, Donald yeah. Trump, for example, yeah. right? You have you might have your own opinions. However, I do believe there are a lot of lessons, regardless of your stance politically. There's so many lessons you can learn from this guy. Like, so many lessons. Yeah. 100%. Right? Because the guy's, I mean, he's, he's uh, I think he's doing okay for himself. So, from anybody, even, even Cardi B, you can learn lessons. Now, what lessons would you learn? I'll leave that, you know, up to the audience. <laughs> um, but, you know, even if you don't like someone, there's still something you can learn if they're further ahead their journey yes. that you're currently walking on. And that takes humility to ask that question. And... Even okay, so I noticed that a lot of times when people are beginning to start a journey, or let's say you have a particular goal that you want to hit, now somebody could be completely different. Do you look for outside opinions also to humble you, like in the sense of like, okay, this guy might not be in the same field as I am, but you're still taking nuggets from whatever anybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, like I, I personally, I like to look at alternate viewpoints of what I currently believe because then it, it forces me to do either more research on what I know. Okay. But it also, I mean, you can just make more friends. You build more relationships because guess what? Now you know a different perspective. You can yes. use that to relate to somebody else, right? You meet, you meet 
one person they say let's say you're talking about um soccer right and yeah and they have a perspective on soccer and you meet you know person two that's the same perspective as person one but now you have that perspective so you can talk to person two and say you know what i don't i'm not i don't agree with your opinion but that's fine because i heard so and so say the same thing and you know i it makes sense to me now okay. like I, i can relate to that so now you, it allows you to like that's so a little bit of of insight into my how my brain works is when i have conversations with people and i learn information that i did not know before i will put that in my mental library so when i talk to that same type of people i bring it back okay. up again so it seems like i know what i'm talking about and i do to an extent so example um let's say i'm talking with a bunch of car guys i know a little bit about, about cars maybe more than the average person but by no means am i like yeah okay crazy in, in, in into that like i i don't change my own catalytic converters yeah you know what i mean yeah um you know but when i'm you know talking with a dude and he's talking about how he you know uh, changes exhaust to a cat pack exhaust i don't know what that was so i asked him i learned that information so next time i'm with a bunch of car guys and a dude's talking about his cat pack exhaust i know what he's talking about i'm like oh no way well so and so did it on his car and he's driving a wrx and da 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 oh cool. oh you have a reference back so now okay. I, i can reference to that previous conversation because yeah. i i've remembered that information that i learned so that that's and that's why I network because now that individual group two looks at me and is like this guy's cool like because he he can relate to what we're talking about people always yes. want to be with others that that understand how they feel Oh yeah, 100%. On an emotional level, yes. and how you do that is provide relevant information to where they're at. And I do that when I network. That's how I'm able to partly build an extensive network um as I'm getting older is because I try to relate to individuals. I may not agree with them. Yeah. But I will do what I can to relate to them on an emotional level because that's what they remember. Yeah, cuz nobody remembers what you say, but they remember how you make, you make them feel. feel. Yeah, 100%. That's um now Do you think that people should be humble enough to accept criticism from the haters or quote unquote any criticism that's considered somebody's a hater? Do you have haters? I feel like everybody has it. Actually, you know what? Who are your, who are your haters, Kingsley? I'm not even sure, but everybody should. If you were sure, do you know who they would be? Wait, what? <laughs> if I was sure, I would what? If you knew who your haters were, what what type of people do you think they would be? I'm not sure. I guess there would be people that would be going against whatever it is that you believe in. Typically, like honestly, I don't. No, believe I mean, I mean, I'm not, I don't mean in general. I mean you personally, like you, Kingsley, as an individual. Yeah. Do I have haters? I don't know. They haven't came out. Like I'm sure. I'm sure. Like well, haters start coming out when you, there's momentum, and I don't mm. believe in. I don't even believe in in people like considering a hater. I think people just point out areas and where mm. either you're lacking. Uh, you're not paying attention to, or maybe some of the criticism is true. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like it, it doesn't. So, at what point does someone accept criticism, constructive criticism, versus just someone that's complaining? Uh, I think when you reflect, and if it does, if it's true, when like when whenever there is a conversation, you should reflect on whatever words that are being said. Mm-hmm. Now, there's multiple ways that comes out. Whether it's going to be emotionally triggered to you. Right, where like now you're angry about whatever it is that's said. Mm-hmm. Uh, you react outside of character, right? You're gonna react outside of character, or legitimately, those are areas in where you have neglected, because we do get pushed in the idea of like, okay, well, in business, focus on your strengths, but I mean, your weaknesses are also 
gonna show mm-hmm. right like i mean yeah. you can go your strengths all the way but like if a competitor is coming in they're looking at your weakness and if you're whether the guys on youtube wherever they're at you're pointing out your weakness and you don't want to address it that's an opening for somebody to then come in and take over right. right so i do believe that okay yeah there are some people that do complain and there are some people that do like no they like haters keep you accountable because if you're serving in one area for example let's say um we start an orphanage and we're giving water and stuff like that Mm -hmm. to people in Africa, India, Guatemala, all these places. But then there are people like, but but you live in Calgary. What are you doing for that? Right. You know what I mean? Like that's a checking point to be like, okay, well, yeah, you're right. You know, like. You aren't giving, yeah. Yeah. Can I I make a side comment? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I just find it interesting how, um, and I do this too though, but how, you know, when referencing to let's say third world countries, yeah, you think like, you know, maybe Indonesia, Singapore, um, India, and then you, you just toss in Africa, and it's okay. like, no, no, okay. I, I'm not yeah. saying you. I, okay. I do the same yeah. thing. Yeah, okay, it's that's like, yeah, right. You know, like impoverished countries, you know, India, Africa, you know, Venezuela. It's like, sorry, <laughs> Africa is is a continent. There's a lot of yes, like, I guess, like specifically, like, okay, fine. But no, like, and I, I'm just, I'm just, I, I find it yeah. very. Um, you think about it, it's just very amusing because uh, I do the same thing. So because I think, like, major- for the majority of the continent, you would say that it is. In poverty, yeah, no, and I, I agree. Like, right, I'm not, except I'm for like South Africa, maybe a little bit, and like you know, a little bit up top, and you know, some some places are thriving for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Like, I just, I, I just think being like in North America, yes, we do. It's so easy to like dumb down Africa to the equivalency of a country. Yes, that is true. Right that when there, true. there's so much more to it. Yes. So I just yeah, little side comment there. No, but that, that, you know what? No, that, you're right. Though. Yeah. And I think that's part of the the pride that uh, maybe we see out here in the West. Yeah, well, I mean, honestly, I think in the West we do have it too good. And we have had it for too good for too long. So I definitely agree with you. Because, like, honestly, if you have a phone, you got running water, you got food, you're basically doing better than majority of of the world. Yeah. Right? And so you do have some type of, I guess, status of saying, like, can't better than others Mm -hmm. or whatever the case is. But there are people that come... Out of those, like let's say third world countries, um, that are willing to take your lunch, totally. So, so, and I just had this thought. I I I, I want to hear your, your thoughts on this. Okay. You know, how important is it from a humility standpoint to to be exposed to competition, criticism, and tough situations? It's very important. Yeah. Because, like, tough situations get you out of your comfort zone. And the moment you're out of your comfort zone, that's either an opportunity for you to learn a new skill, Mm -hmm. uh, reach higher heights, um, basically have a breakout ideas, whatever the case, or even connect with other people that are are in the same boat as you. Now, being exposed to competition, you want to know who's coming for you or who's on your tail end. Like, it would be, I guess... I don't want to use the word stupid, but stupid to close your mind and be like, Hey, I'm, I don't see anything. I don't hear anything. Cause everybody is in competition at some point, whether, whether you like it or not, like you're either competing to basically for a job that you have, right? Like, yeah. Okay. You're a little bit stable now, but if everybody else is applying for that job and you have an increase and you're the same person three years ago, you're regressing. So, right. but I think, I think it comes down to asking the question of like, are you competing against everyone else or are you competing 
are you competing against the older version of yourself? Both. I mean, you're always competing. Like, I mean, the way we structure life or the way we assess our life is to be like, okay, am I, like, where my peers do I fail? I mean, do I fall? Right? Like, in whatever category you're in, right? Like, mm. how were you saying earlier, you're 23, but then when you're in that room with other 23-year-olds that are actually doing something and moving differently, you're like, okay, well, I'm not really where I want to mm-hmm. want to be. Now, take that same scenario and put you in a, in a, in a club scene at 23 you're like yo like all these people are getting drunk like that's i'm i'm way this is good like right like i'm so, way ahead of you guys right when you when you compare but here's my here's my thoughts and as we wrap this up here's my thoughts okay. on competition is personally i'm not and it's this is maybe a whole other episode but i'm not a huge fan of, of competing against other people oh i gotta hear this yeah um so tune into the next episode oh for sure no, but here's the thing is, okay, there's, there's so many like different thoughts that I, I, I want to break down because I don't want to be misinterpreted. Yes. I do believe that there doesn't always have to be someone wins and someone loses in business. Now, okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah, yeah, now okay. it's different if you're like, if you're, you know, going for, you know, first, second, third place. Yeah. You're going to have a first place and a second place and a third. Not everyone can be first. I get that. Okay. But I'm, I'm talking about like. I think there's almost a scarcity mindset amongst some entrepreneurs. I, cause I was here, I'm still working on it for myself where it's like, well, if you're winning a business and you're making a lot of money, I can't. Oh no, 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 no. Like that, from that perspective. Yes. I that, think the pie can get bigger where everybody yes. eats. And that, that's where I'm getting from too yes. is, is cause I feel competition is viewed as you're winning. So that means it's taken away from my ability to win. So okay, yes, I see what you're we're saying. competing against each yeah. other, right? Market share and stuff like that. Um, but I also get to like awards and ceremonies and, and, you know, be number one, like, yes, there's no other number one, but there's also no other number two. And like, it- like I, for me, like when I view competition is if we're heading the same direction and we have the same end goal is if we, if we both hit our end goal, like, yeah, I'm competing with myself in order to reach that, mm-hmm. but you're pushing me to also, right. Cause days where I want to take off, I won't take off cause I know you're working. Right. You know what I mean? And so in that sense, like that's going to make the pie bigger. Right. Whereas in business, I think business is one of the only, I'd say it's like a sport of life. Right. There's no off season. There's no day offs. Mm-hmm. Like you have to show up and play every single day. Yeah. Right. Whereas like in a season, yeah, at the end of the day, there's, there's a crown championship and then mm-hmm. the next season starts and you do it all over again. Whereas for us, like you have to, every, every day is a new day mm-hmm. and you have to go. So, mm-hmm. In that same sense, it's if we're not making this bigger, if we're not have a an end goal, then we're technically losing. Because right, like I guess how I look at it is like there's a twenty year, like how I was saying last time, there's a twenty year window, a ten year window, and a five year window. Now, when you're in twenty years and you're playing with the same people, you know each other, mm-hmm. right? Like if this was like soda, let's say you know who's the Coke, who's Pepsi, right? Like, you know, and like it's like okay, well, if this person's gonna raise their prices to two cents or five cents more they'll let me know, right? Because now I can raise my prices five cents more or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. And like, we're all strategizing because we all have the same end goal, right? Which is to right. serve the customer. But when you're in the beginning stages, everybody's fighting for market share. So it's like a little bit cutthroat. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's, there's a whole another approach you can take towards business. Yeah, you can. That will actually accelerate your growth. I think, yeah. I think like if people understood like in the beginning, if we can work together, mm-hmm. then we can all get to the same like the 20 year room yes. and we'll still be together. Yeah. 
right? But like, I mean, I I also understand that a lot of people fall off. Yes, yes, I right? agree. So it's like I don't want to pull up this dead weight, or I want mm. I don't want to encourage you to come along if you really don't have the heart for it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. Yeah, no, that's so interesting. Yeah, that, that's a whole nother thing we can talk about. Is, oh. is you know, to, to what extent is competition unhealthy? When does it become okay, healthy, yeah. right? Okay, that, and that's yeah, a whole yeah, other yeah. thing. So, yeah. so I guess to wrap this up, um, yeah, really, I mean, talking about humility, I, I do, how you stay humble along the road is success. A couple of my points really were, you know, don't don't get too caught up in that success. Celebrate it, acknowledge it, celebrate yourself too, but make sure you're still focused on the bigger vision. And two, just be around people that are that are just further along the journey than you. Have mentors, have accountability, have. Have have a circle, have a squad, a crew, a team of people that are that are killing it, and that you can you can learn from. Because I think, like you said, being in a position to learn, you're just forced to be humble. That that requires within itself humility. I agree with that. I meant to that. Anything else you would say? Um, no, I think you covered. I think you covered uh, pretty much the basis of everything that we're doing. Sick. Um, I guess that's it, folks. Sweet. Well, thanks guys for tuning in to this episode. Again, Role Model Podcast is where you're going to get the good stuff, things we're learning, and thanks for being with us on the journey. Um, please subscribe. Yes. Rate it if you're on Spotify or Apple. Share it with your folks, with your friends, with your family, with your dogs and cats and pet fish. I and, don't know about pet fish, but yeah, yeah talk and, about us. And uh, <laughs> talk about us, yes. And uh, yeah, thanks for the support. Appreciate it. And until next time, be great, stay blessed. Adios. Oh, yeah. Awesome. See you guys. See you.